Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are wrapping up Step 5, Step 5 of Accountable. We're also going to be talking about proactive behaviors and how we can use those as well. And this is Kelly Fox and with me I have my co-host Terry Sayre. Hello Terry. Good evening. Glad to hear your voice that you can talk after your procedure today. Yes. I can talk. It just hurts when I swallow. <laughs> oh, well, don't, so, don't swallow. Don't swallow. Yeah. <laughs> we also are lucky to have on the show with us tonight our guest coach, which is Trish March. Hello, Trish. Woo-hoo. Hello, ladies. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Good. We're excited to have you. And we're excited to talk about Accountable and wrap up the month. We've also been talking about how um, when we are accountable to ourselves, it's a confidence booster, and we also become more clear on what are the things that we value. And we're going to be talking about proactive behaviors as well and as we kind of wrap things up. So, um, Trish, since... We've kind of been talking about this all month, and this is your first time on this month. Why don't you uh, share with us, what are your feelings about Accountable? How have you used it in your in your process? Well, I would love to share. Um, I have to say that this was – can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Yep. This, this was probably my least favorite um, – characteristic or traits uh, when we first started when I first started doing fearless living because I always had a negative connotation of accountable as you know something to do with responsibility or commitment or some kind of ownership so I I was always a little bit um, you know on edge about accountable I didn't have a real positive experience with it or a relationship with it but I think that uh, over time in working with fearless living and you know Thinking about life in terms of uh, agreements and, and, you know, instead of having silent contracts or expectations and just making sure I had agreements and I was holding to those and I was being accountable to other people and to myself, I think that my, well, my perception of accountable really changed. And, you know, it went from, you know, not not a great experience or a negative connotation around it to something that I, I look forward to and that I enjoy implementing in my life. I'm an accountability coach for a number of people. In fact, one of my one of my clients just started doing a weekly accountability status with me plus her coaching. So um, it's become more prevalent, and I think that uh, it's a great it's a great tool to use for yourself and for others. And I agree on the whole building confidence. I um, you know I, I think also being accountable allows you to have awareness of where some of your weaknesses or opportunities are as well. So you can actually mm-hmm. use it as a a tool to identify some areas where you might need to and areas that you might want to work on. 
And uh, that's where these proactive behaviors come in because, you know, some areas where you might have fear or weakness, um, you can use those proactive behaviors to really boost yourself up. So it's a good news story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we talked uh, about that. I think an interesting Go ahead, Terry. Uh, part of thank you. I think that an interesting part of of this journey through these twelve steps to freedom is the way that they they work together. And so, prior to accountability, we have the steps of awareness, willingness, compassion, and connection. And so I think it's really interesting that accountability, will it really is an intensified awareness. And I think that's what I heard you saying, Trish, that it's, yeah. it's really an intensified awareness. And then it's a willingness to actually take action. And so connect your, your awareness and willingness into taking action that brings in that um, confidence and that ability to, to move forward on the journey as you've applied each of those steps. And I think it's just for Mm -hmm. us, this, I think this is our fourth time of going through these steps. It's just that it really intensifies the depth and rigor that you can engage in with each of these steps. And of course, compassion being the overlying umbrella that keeps you from beating yourself up while you're, you're willing to be aware of areas in your life where you can, uh, intensify that uh, commitment to align your values with your actions because the the accountability for me comes when I take the action based upon that awareness and that right. willingness yep. because I can I can be aware and a willing forever and not take any action which uh, often I find myself in that position and I'll just say to myself come on where's the action and that's the, the accountability piece. Uh, as long as you don't beat yourself up over it, but still not letting yourself off the hook and uh, following through on on those values that you have and aligning them with the actions that you're taking. So I think the, the proactive behavior is that awareness, that intensified awareness, and then that willingness to take the action. And for me, the accountability you know, your daily log can be an accountability piece. It can be a proactive behavior. For me, it's my gratitude journal and my acknowledgement, you know, where I write my gratitudes and acknowledgements. That holds me accountable as a proactive behavior because I'm doing that every morning and every night. And so that gives me that um, consistent ability to check up on on the alignment, you know, and how my actions are aligning. And, by practicing compassion and looking to uh, add that to my list for the next day and not letting myself off the hook, but at the same time evaluating whether or not that action is the action that's going to propel you forward in the way that you want to go so that there's always that element of flexibility and reflection and checking on uh, the alignment for yourself. And, And that brings the accountability because your actions are going to speak louder than words, right? So yep. anyway, Absolutely. yeah, that's my my thinking of how, you know, I just like to think about the steps and the synergy between the steps and how the more you practice and have a willingness to practice these steps, the more intensified they can become in terms of the accountability and the action that you take. I think that's absolutely, absolutely true. That's a perfect way of saying that. 
you know, I, I've really been very accountable to myself recently and, um, you know, and challenge myself to really say yes more and, you know, mm-hmm. just the way I'm looking at stuff. And um, I, I do have to say, like, my life is becoming much more full. Um, you know, the more I'm becoming accountable, the more I'm look, embracing that, really. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and making sure that I'm sticking to my commitments and, you know, not taking the easy way out. And, you know, and it, everything's, you know, in alignment with my goals. And I do have to say that I, I would probably use the SRD around some of this as a, or the stretch risk and die a little bit around my accountable tasks or accountability um, things that I was, I was tracking for accountability because I, you know, when I outline my goals and my tasks and kind of put them in that formula, um, I think that as I complete them and, and things start to change, it drives me to, to embrace more and more. Um, activities and experiences and and goals and just be more and more accountable. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I never really thought yeah. of it like that, but that's, a, that's a, a cool way to look at it. So thanks for uh, bringing well, that up because you kind of drove that conversation or drove that. that I, yeah, I appreciate the stretch, risk, and diet too because that's another another way to reflect on yeah. the actions that you're taking. You know, are you always taking uh, are you willing? Are you aware and willing of taking when are you taking a stretch or a risk or when are you willing to to take that die and really say yes to things that that are are scary, you know, that that are yep. that you're afraid to try. And are you doing that at all? So again, it's a it's a a point, it's a choice point. I always think, you know, what how, what choice are you going to make is based upon your values and, and aligning your actions with the values is it is that um, that choice based on you know are you willing to take a stretch or risk or a die so it gives you these points of reflection that allow you then to intensify your willingness to move forward and so it's all about practicing it until it you you just get deeper and deeper into your soul so that you're living more and more. Uh, the way God intended you to. And, and I think that brings confidence and that brings joy. And, yep. you know, that's, that's what we want to have. And, and so being able to use these tools as points of reflection and, and choice points really helps us to move on our journey. And I just always have to caution myself. I, I, other people may be more adept than I am at layering that with compassion because that's my essential nature. And it's the one thing that I, Tended in my life before fearless living to deny myself completely, and so always remembering to have that compassion uh, for myself that I'm a human being, I'm not perfect, and I'm going to learn and grow from every challenge that I have, and but not letting myself off the hook because I think sometimes you can overdo the compassion, and then you say, oh, well, that's okay. You know, and months go by, and you're not making any progress. So there's there's a fine line between compassion and letting yourself off the hook. <laughs> That's why it's nice to have those accountability buddies too, so you can, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of push each other. You know. Yeah. It's a nice, yeah. Uh, nice uh, to have a person like that in your life that can hold you accountable and you know keep pushing you just a little bit because every once in a while you do need one of the nudges, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. another part of our humanity, right? That's a part of our yeah. humanity. 
Sarah, you were when you were talking, I I uh, started to reflect. Like I just love the way all these, um, all these words and all these different. Uh, I don't even know what to call them. What's like the example, the steps, like the steps. Oh, yeah, the steps. Yeah. So each of the steps really builds on each other, and and you reuse mm-hmm. them over and over again. So it's not like you just pass through one and move into the other. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, you brought up awareness, you brought up compassion. You know, every, time and time again, you, you always go back to the different ones. And it, it's so interesting to me how they all, you know, influence each other and interact constantly. So yeah. you know, by by growing one skill or one awareness in one area, you're definitely opening yourself up to so much more change and so much more, you know, um, opportunity. It's a... It's really a cool thing. So when you were talking about that and different words were coming up, I was like, wow, this is, like, amazing because it just, it just keeps building. <laughs> it, it does. Keeps it building. does. And yeah. That's what, that's what keeps me so excited because not only does this um, coincide with, with our fearless living language, but for me it's just it matches so much my spiritual journey as well. And yeah. other pivotal opportunities in my life that I've had to learn, it just you know, the truth is the truth. And it's wonderful to be able to see how these um, these steps are these concepts and strategies. They're throughout the Bible. They're throughout, you know, education. They're just, they're everywhere because they're, they're true principles that our, our universe, you know, functions on. And it's just, for me, it's, it's this stage in my life, I can see how this all works together for the benefit of us as human beings to progress. And so to me, it's just amazing. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I find that. About... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Kel. Go ahead, Kel. I was just going to say, I find that for me, responsibility comes, or accountable, being accountable, comes in for me when I'm feeling powerless. Um, I get in because what's, sometimes easier for me, even easier before fearless living, is to kind of give my power away. And um, so when things, you know, don't go to plan or uh, don't, uh, don't turn out the way that I wanted or other people wanted, I'm not the one to blame somebody else's because they're the one that made the decision. Um, because that comes, like what Terry was saying, her essential nature is compassion minus trust. So I didn't trust myself. And sometimes I find I, I find myself in situations where I'm not, either I'm not trusting myself or I'm not trusting something. Uh, and I kind of fall into victim mode and I feel powerless to make changes or to, uh, to do something different. And so accountable really is the thing that um, that holds kind of holds me account holds me accountable to the fact that I always have the power. Um, so I'm either choosing to not do anything or I'm going to choose to do something different. Um, and maybe mm-hmm. that choice is, um, you know, for the moment, maybe that choice is to not do anything but it's still my choice I'm not powerless in it I am making the choice to to sit or I'm making the choice to wait or I'm making the choice even if it's not necessarily the choice I want to be making I am making that choice no one is making me make it 
So I find that that's really helpful when um, I kind of find myself maybe in victim mode or feeling powerless. Um, Accountable is really supportive to me as a step to go, okay, no, Kelly, I'm not powerless. I'm not the victim here. I am making choices. And if I don't want to be in this situation, I can make different choices. So Mm. that was just something that came up for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a proactive behavior right there, you know, because it's a mindset. Mm -hmm. So you can can proactively call upon that mindset of you are in power of your own, own choices. And those choices that you make, you're accountable for them. You know, that's that's a mindset. That's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually have two, I was gonna say, I have two different things that I was thinking about when I, you know, when I remember that we were going to talk about accountable tonight. Uh, one of those was I recently started working with a, a, a guy at work that I used to have a close relationship with. And I remember thinking to myself, that I couldn't commit to dating him because I, I was, I couldn't be responsible for his happiness. And um, mm. to me, I think when I was younger, a lot of it, like that was accountable to me. Do you know what I mean? Like that, when I talked earlier about, you know, having kind of a negative mm-hmm. feeling about that, you know, it was the not, not being able to take responsibility for something because it was just too much or too overwhelming. So that was one thing that just came into my mind. Like now, like, as I've grown and matured, I I realize that I'm not responsible for anybody else's happiness. I'm only responsible for my own. And, right. you mm-hmm. know, and, and taking care of myself first, you know, in relationship with this other person and caring about them. But, you know, I can't make them happy. They, you know, we can be happy together, but it's all about what that other person brings into the relationship as well. So, you know, I can definitely see growth in myself as I as I've moved along, and um, but that was something that really stuck in my mind because I and and we talked about it actually because I said to him I'm like you know when we were hanging out I was just so afraid that you know you were going to make choices in your life that you know and write checks that I couldn't pay I felt way too responsible for your feelings and for your you know, for your happiness. And he's like, he goes, you know, and he goes, you said something to me at one time. And he goes, and I totally went in a different direction. He goes, because I knew that that was, it was not going to happen. And I, I was like, wow, like, it, you know, lots of revelations in that whole discussion and just feeling, feeling comfortable enough to actually talk about it was, was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing That's I definitely fearless conversation. <laughs> Well, and yeah, then uh, that's, that's because I just uh, on Facebook just the other day there was this really interesting uh, little uh, I don't know what you call a little talk little speech by Will Smith about this very thing I don't know if you if you saw it but I did it did you see it well, was talking about happiness and he was talking about happiness in relationships and he was saying that in a marriage and he's talking about his marriage that he used to think that he needed to make his wife happy. And he, over time, he's realized that the only way you can bring happiness to a relationship is to be happy when you come to the relationship. That your job is to be happy as a person and to bring your happiness to the relationship because you cannot make anybody else happy. And, you know, I thought that was was really cool. Um, Great insight, you know, that, 
we only have control over our own happiness and what we bring to the relationship is that mindset of happiness. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. On the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. You and Will Smith. <laughs> woo-hoo! Yeah, yeah, woo-hoo! We're thinking along the same lines. Um, the yeah. other thing I was thinking of is that I, I um, I just did my first workshop this past weekend. Woo! Nice. Oh, woo-hoo! And during the uh, no excuses section, I really um, this also came up when I was thinking about accountable. Is that you know, making excuses is, you know, really the fear and being accountable is an antidote to that, right? Like. You make agreements, you make commitments, you, you know, have responsibilities. And, you know, being account to the, accountable to those is just, you know, another way to counteract the whole excuses process. Um, so it's interesting uh, that had come up for me as well because I, you know, I found in my life that I, I will make excuses. And, you know, I've, I've actually had to sit and say to myself, you know, another one of Rhonda Britton's, phrases is this is is this real or am I making it up you know like is this a real statement do I really believe this is it actually true or am I just making an excuse to get out of something that I really don't want to do or you know um so that's that was an interesting thought for me as well because I was like all right you know it's really time for it's time for all my excuses to be gone and for me to really face you know and be authentic to who I am and what I want to do um, and be accountable to myself as well as to others. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And I think the more I do that, the more confident I become and the more, the more full my life is. And I, I think I said, you know, with uh, kind of doing this yes thing and I yes to things in my life and, just uh, taking full advantage of all the opportunities, um, my life is just really starting to become full. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a, a sense of, for me, it's like an inner peace or a, an inner joy that comes from the satisfaction and the confidence of of being in alignment and being accountable to the things that you've committed to. It just uh, really yep. makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think also when you be when you start putting yourself first, when you start being accountable to yourself as well as others, because like if I tell someone I'm going to do something for them, I am going to move whatever I need to move to make sure that that happens because I don't want to let someone else down. But to, to keep a commitment to myself, that I I can easily be like, nah, I'm not into that right now. And not keep my commitment to myself. And so I find that as I start to commit to keep those commitments to myself, my commitments to my dreams, to my desires, to the type of person I want to be, to, you know, whatever it is that I'm working on, when I start keeping those commitments, my life automatically gets fuller because I'm doing what fills my cup, right? Because I'm being committed to me, I'm being committed to, you know, maybe it's self-care actions or uh, maybe it's, you know, working on my business. Maybe it's, you know, showing up more as the kind of friend I want to be or maybe it's, 
you know, making things happen that, that I really love, like travel or, um, you know, adventures or just, you know, one with people that I really care about. Those are things that I'm committed to. So when I make time for that, when I keep those commitments, my life is automatically going to get full. When I'm worried about, you know, what somebody else wants, what somebody else needs, um, you know, then it feels like I'm a slave to my life. And um, that's not going to feel, that's not, that's not fulfilling, right? So when, when I can make my choices out of, you know, out of being accountable to what I want and how I want to show up, you know, my life is automatically going to be fuller um, because I'm living my life for myself, not for someone. So, yeah, you and said something that's when, like that, and it made me think of that. Well, and that's when you can get that overflow. Once your cup is full, then you can that you get that overflow that you can then, uh, you know, give to others. Uh, but until mm-hmm. your cup is full, there's no overflow. Mm-hmm. We talked about that at Fearless Loving, uh, you know, the workshop we were at a couple of weeks ago. That uh, mm-hmm. you need to fill your cup. You fill your cup with your your own self love and your own care for yourself, and then it overflows, and that's when you can reach out to others and and fill their cup. Yeah. Yep, that's an amazing, amazing place to be uh, where your cup is full and overflowing and you're just sharing it with all those around you. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other kind of proactive behaviors do you guys use to keep yourself accountable? I'm just looking for some suggestions. I mean, I think we talked were, about the life. Yeah, you're cracking up a little bit. What did you say? Uh, sorry. I was going to say, what other suggestions do you guys have for proactive behaviors for to be accountable? I'm just looking for some suggestions. Well, last week, Kelly well, talked think about the, that. Sorry, go ahead, Terry. No, go ahead. You, you talked about the, uh, what was it, the at four A's you talked about? Oh, yeah, we talked about that last week, I think. Um, but... I don't know if that would necessarily I, – I don't have a train of thought for that one. But I was going to say uh, that uh, I, the life log has probably been um, one of the things that I've used the most in uh, helping me see where I'm accountable and where I'm not. Um, in the In the daily training manual, uh, at the end of each week, there's categories where you can add up the time you've spent in all these different areas of your life. And uh, so I guess that's a little bit more than the, the life log. It's an extra step. But um, I use that. I, I, I told the story already. I don't know if it was this week or last, but um, where I used that to really expand my view of how I was being accountable because I wasn't really giving myself credit for anything that I was doing. Um of being accountable to to anything in my life. So that was probably the biggest tool that I used of just categorizing my time and really expanding my view of where I'm spending my time, how I'm spending my time, the choices I'm making, um, and and giving myself credit for those things that I am doing 
so that would probably be my number one my number one tool with accountable, um, which is also the antidote to excuses. So it kind of plays into yep. um, what you were saying earlier. Um, so yeah, I think I think that wouldn't. But I think just checking in with yourself, staying aware. Um, and asking for support when you need it, you know, like how you're talking about being um, an accountability partner. Um, when you need help, ask for it. And um, and I, I've stated this before that, like, I know I'm not going to go to the gym unless somebody goes with me. And so, um, you know, being accountable, being accountable to myself and that commitment is finding someone who will go to the gym with me. Um, you know, so I think it's, it's knowing what supports you and, and taking those proactive steps to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think positive self-talk for me is, is good too. I think Kelly, you might've mentioned that earlier, like, you know, just kind of pushing through it and saying, you know, I can do this, um, you know, so that I avoid the excuses and, you know, just keep myself on track, you know, using my SRD and, you know, marking off some of the things I'm doing and doing acknowledgments for those so that I, even the small changes I am using to propel me forward um, to encourage me to do larger larger changes and, and really just keep accountable. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, we are out of time. It goes so quickly. It does. It goes so quickly. (laughs) Well, we thank you so much for being on the call with us tonight, Trish. We always love having you on. Thanks, but I love being here with you guys. Good luck on your Thank you. Thank you. So next month, we will be coming back next and we will be on a new month of March and a new step. Step six is present moment. So we're excited to uh, to move on to step six and see where the month will bring us as we focus on the present moment. We thank you for all coming every Monday night or listening whenever you listen. We appreciate it. And until we meet again, be fearless, everybody. Be fearless. Be fearless.